Welcome to the Wolf Connection Podcast. I'm your host, John Kalfa. Let's talk about some wolves. On this episode of the podcast, I have with me from Ascending Edge Creative Evaluation, Piper Grandjean Targos, who's here with me in the Wolf Connection studio office. And via Zoom, I have Devin Larson. Thank you guys for joining me. We're going to have a different configuration here with Devin on Zoom and Piper in studio, but I think we can handle it. So thank you guys for making time and coming up to the ranch. Absolutely. I'm really excited to be here. So thanks for the invitation. I love every chance I have to work with Wolf Connection. So thanks for having us. No problem. So I want to get started with, you guys have done two different studies. And for for those of you out here, so these are two, two, um, two recognized studies that really talk about the impacts of Wolf Connections youth programs and how they affect the the youth, typically preteen, you know, teen preteens to teenagers, roughly in the thirteen to eighteen range that come and join our eight week programs. They come and hang out with the wolves. They do a lot of work on themselves. And so, what Piper and Devin have done. Over the past, how long has the study been going on, Piper? Has the continuous study been happening? So we did the original study in 2017, um, and that the data that we collected there has been continuing to be collected up until now. So about three years. About three years. Okay, so this is a multi-year study that that's been happening. So in, in the first and these studies, as we were talking before we we started the podcast. Devin and Piper were saying, the, so these two studies are really kind of coincide and weave together because the the first study that was done really just sort of carried over into the second mm-hmm. and explaining how things are going. So if you don't mind, so I'll start with you, Piper, and then I'll Devin, I'll go to you. So in the first study, what was the what was the main goal of the first study that kicked this whole thing off in 2017? That's a great question. Um, so as evaluators, we um, what we really want to do, the goal of evaluation is to really help the program. And so that's our, our ultimate um, goal is to really find information that can be used to improve the program in a certain way. And so we do that through a collaborative effort. We work with Wolf Connection. You know, what we did is we interviewed and had, you know, just conversations with uh, various Wolf Connection staff, Teo and Renee and Julia, who was head of programs at that time and other volunteers to really get a sense of um, what is going to be useful to the program? What what burning questions do you have? And then, of course, everybody's got 20 different ones that they really want to know. And so then, uh, you know, we need to to wean that down into, well, which, if you had those questions answered, what would you do with that information to really make a bigger impact on the youth or to really reach more people? And so we we kind of discovered um, two or three real basic questions about what what we thought, Wolf Connection needed and and Wolf Connection staff agreed, right? I said it was a collaborative effort. So we all just kind of came, coalesced on on a couple of different questions and we decided, okay, these are the ones that that are really going to be useful for Wolf Connection. Awesome. So so Devin, when, when you guys are putting this study together, so, and, and I didn't say this and I, I apologize for not asking. So what what are your and Piper's backgrounds that led you to come to Wolf Connection and want to start this study, Devin? Good question. So uh, Piper and I studied program evaluation uh, at Claremont Graduate University. What that means is we are really studying programs and how they work uh, in an applied setting. And this means we get to work with the individuals on the ground that are trying to make real world difference in the lives of individuals. So Wolf Connection is, um, as I'm sure anybody who's listening to this knows, an incredibly unique program. Uh, that is attempting to make some really powerful changes in the lives of anyone who visits. Um, and and for our the part we were looking at, uh, many youth in schools around the area. And so um, because we study programs and what they look at, it, because this program is so exciting and unique and fascinating, uh, we, we drew those two together and came to Wolf Connection to find out what's going on here, what is it achieving, and um, how is it being done. So yeah, so and that's Piper. Back to you. So when when you guys initially come here, and, and I'm sure there are other studies that have been done, equine therapy with horses, dog therapy. This is in a way a non traditional program in really with with the way the animal that's being used. Mm-hmm. We we've discussed 
you know much about the history of wolves in this country in the wild here here in Wolf Connection, and sort of the push pull of the gravitation towards the wolf as an animal as it is. So what drew you and Devin to come here and really want to make the difference here? Right, right. So our initial um, connection with Wolf Connection was um, we were, uh, I was in a in a course through, at, excuse me, uh, Claremont Graduate University has a course as part of our, our studies, has a course where um, we take our learned knowledge and we apply it to different organizations um, in the real world. And so what we do is we try and find a client if we don't already have one to, to do an evaluation with. And um, in that course, one of the students that I was paired up with found Wolf Connection through his love of wolves um, and reached out and, and thought that it might be a really good experience for, for, for us. Um, and I love animals and, 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 um, this, this was a great fit for me personally, but then also we had to kind of explain to Wolf Connection, Hey, this is what evaluation is. And here's how we think we can help you and kind of sell ourselves. And I, I, I think we, we did an okay job at selling ourselves because, you know, here we are, but, uh, but yeah, the original, original purpose for coming here was, uh, kind of a mutual benefit of um, pl- please help us by allowing us to come in and 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 do part of our our training here um, in in the real world with you all no and and the study the study is phenomenal and it has it has great findings and we're, and we're going to get into this so devin what's when you guys started the the initial that initial first study or Piper whoever can speak <laughs> to this best when when you start that study what's the, what are the so when you get in what are the, I guess, the three main points that you were trying to hit with that initial first study? Like you said, the goals that you were explaining before. So I'll go to Piper and then Devin, I'll, I'll toss to you as well. Yeah. So um, initially we, we realized that, that Wolf Connection didn't have kind of a, a really honed um, kind of externally facing or, or you know, funder, <laughs> funder facing document that explained what it was that Wolf Connection does and why it does you know, why it is so powerful. Um, and so one of our initial goals was to really create um, something called a program theory, theory, which is really just explaining what it does that the program is trying to achieve and how it gets there, how it gets from A to Z, essentially, with the students, with the people who come to the program. So that was that was goal number one. And then uh, we used that, that uh, document to really hone the questions of, uh, one was what activities do the students really get out of the program? What do they really engage with? Um, which are ones that that really teach them something, or they come away with, and which ones are kind of their their flops? <laughs> and then um, the other aspects were um, what are the the overall outcomes? What do they take away? What's what's kind of a psychological, tangible um, outcome that we say, oh, like there's there's studies that that point to this being a useful tool and Wolf Connection gives it to these students. That's awesome. So Devin, if you can, off of, off of what Piper just said, what were some of the things that you saw in that first study that, you know, some of the tangible things that you could see that the students were taking away when you were studying them in that, in that first go around? Absolutely. Uh, well, first I want to say that that first study is ongoing. So it's the first Second and, and you know at this point last study right? and, uh, we'll continue gathering information, but we found Wolf Connection was trying to build. We found out early on this ability to self reflect and gain insight into their lives. So it asked students to really critically assess um, who they are, what they're doing, how they're reacting, all of this, and we we found that. We've seen changes there. There's been improvement. There was also um, Wolf Connection was trying to help students build connection, connection to nature, connection to others, um, and and so we we looked into that and found some improvement there as well. And finally, um, we were we were able to find that students there, there's a scale called the Personal Growth Initiative Scale, um, which in essence looks at students' ability to keep on learning, keep on growing, achieve their goals um, on into the future. And so we, we studied this. We, studied, we looked to see if students were growing in their ability to take control of their own learning uh, on the future. And we found improvement there as well. So that was pretty neat. 
Yeah, we've seen a lot of the students, many of the students that have come through the program when I was talking with Amanda, who's a director of programs, that a lot of the, the kids that either took part in the study or were just in general in the program, they would have that next leap of they weren't going back to the expulsion, the, the expulsionary school they were in. They would either graduate from there, find a job. They would go back into regular public school and graduate from public school and move on. So there was some, um, there was some tangible result that you guys were finding in the in these things. And I I bookmarked a couple of things that a couple of quotes that you guys have there that I think speak to what some of what Devin was saying. I have, you know, I never would have thought talking to strangers can be this helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I, that I was would would play off of these kids getting out of their comfort zone and doing the physical activity as well as sort of the social activity, right? Piper in a way. Right, right. Well, so the 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 second study that you're pointing to um in what Devin was saying, it it mirrors the findings of the first study in a way that we didn't expect it to. And that those three areas, those three program goals that we really identified, I was like, oh, we think Wolf Connection's doing this. Does this sound right to you? And Wolf Connection staff came back and said, yeah, actually, that sounds good. We're trying to focus on uh, one, how are the students growing and developing on their own? Two, how are they connecting with others? And three, how are they connecting and experiencing the world around them? And then we did the second study, and it was really looking at these like rich lived experiences of the students. And uh, it kind of bubbled up from, from the data that we collected from talking to all these students that those are the three areas that really stuck out with them, that they were really better connected with themselves and being inwardly focused and really knowing what what it is that they feel and how they feel it and then that's okay and and using the wolf principles to to communicate that oftentimes and then also um, connecting with others so the the quotation that you mentioned about um, connecting with strangers not only um, how warm and engaging the wolf connection staff is and how wonderful they are but but talking to other students and they talked about how they were so closed off and now they can connect with everybody. And yeah. It's amazing how that's just such a simple, it seems for, for some that it may be a, a simple action just to talk to a person that you're not aware of. And a lot of these kids go to these schools and they're not all friends. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty unique to have a, a different set of students coming from all different backgrounds through eight weeks, sort of maybe not fully get along, but start to understand each other. They have a lot in common. And that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And that reminded me of a quotation. Um, I was kind of reviewing the reports right before our our talk today. And um, one of them was saying, oh, we used to call ourselves squad. Like we're squad. And now it's everybody who's come to Wolf Connection, like everybody who who we've done this program with. And now we're the pack. Now we we pack now. (laughs) We're just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it's really, it, it is really connecting to them. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome how that changes around. Devin, to you, what were, was there anything that stood out or, or that's, that stood out to you throughout these studies? And I know we're kind of going back and forth, but as you guys said, it's really, they weave together so nicely. What were, what were some of the things that you, that you saw when you were speaking to the students? How did you approach that aspect of it? Because I find if you're doing a study and, you know, even to try and talk to adults, I feel like sometimes is is tough. If you're trying to do a study on whatever product or a movie or whatever it may be, but to go into this sort of a, um, this sort of a, a study of looking inward and finding out how these things are, are changing for you, how did, how are you, how are you able to connect with students that came here in a way that they were comfortable expressing those thoughts and feelings. Absolutely. John, I think there's a couple different pieces of the question you asked. Uh, first is how, how were we able to connect? Right. And I think that, um, you know, that comes down to were the students able to really open up with us when we were talking to them. And the answer is like, yes, we were able to connect with them because they were able to open up to us incredibly well. Um, and I think there's three reasons for that. First off is Wolf Connection. Uh, those of you that work, Wolf Connection with staff are incredibly good at building that 
connection with the students, helping them to open up and um, be vulnerable in a way that we just generally are not in most of our lives. Second, there's a, an abundance of research that has shown that when we build a close connection with animals, it actually releases physical chemicals in our brain that help us be more trusting um, with others, help us build a connection with others that we wouldn't have. And, and third, Piper and I um, and, and others that did research with us, when we were out with the kids at Wolf Connection, we would hike with them. We would sit and share with them our own experiences. We tried to be vulnerable with them so that it was not odd for them to be vulnerable back with us. So, um, so yes, that's, that's kind of the first part of, I believe, the question you asked. The second one, was there something that jumped out at me? And for this, I want to dig a little bit deeper into that that second study. Um, because the first study, though, though fascinating, and it provided a, a strong um, set of evidence that, that showed the wolf connection was doing what it was supposed to be doing. That second study really dug into the personal lived experiences of these students and just some of the things that they said have stayed with me since. So, for instance, studi- students talked about the fact that they discovered that through challenges, they could grow both physically and emotionally, right? Um, and that is a powerful finding that we all need to learn in life. And so not only were they able, they, not only were they able to experience those challenges and experience the growth that came from it, but they recognized that, um, which was huge. The second one you talked about um, being able to connect with others. And, uh, what was the quote? I never knew that speaking to strangers could be this powerful. Um, but in addition to that, there were students that said things like, I made my, the first friend I've ever had in my life here at Wolf Connection. Or um, because I learned to connect with students at Wolf Connection, I was able to go home and connect with my family in a way that I was never able to do before. Right? And that's, that's incredibly powerful. Um, and then finally, there was just many students that spoke about, the, about how there was something different at Wolf Connection that they had never experienced um, about how when they got there, got to the ranch, they were able to leave their stress and their anxiety behind. Um, and that is a type of therapy that we all need, especially in the stressful world we're experiencing right now. Does that answer your question? I think that covers that covers a good portion of it. Yeah, I I, I find that when, when what you said just before about being vulnerable, and that's such a, for for most of us, that's a tough place to get to is to be vulnerable with how we're actually feeling, how we're actually dealing with the stresses of life, dealing with family situations, dealing with school, dealing with jobs, whatever it may be, and to be vulnerable in that way for for both of you to put yourselves in that vulnerable, vulnerable position with students that don't really know you you know, just by name or, you know, doing a study like that mm-hmm. is, is such a powerful way to be. And I, and that's, and I, and I appreciate the kind words that you said before. It's to be vulnerable is, is such a huge part of what we do here. And it's to, to understand that we're all human and we all come from something and that we all can help each other do better in that way. And that's a lot of what we try to do. And and the wolves are a great teacher in that. I mean, they're, I mean, they're the ones that do a lot of the work. We just sort of stand by, but you know, with that Piper, so as, as Devin's saying, you had to be vulnerable. So what were, was there anything that you, were there any quotes that stuck out to you as you're going through this study? Were, were there any experiences? Let's take the physical challenges because these kids do, we, we do a lot of hiking, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of mo- emotions that come out of there. So what were some of the things I, I was reading in the second study? There was a kid that said, "Well, I could do with less hiking," and that's fair. I mean, some people don't like the physical aspect of it, but what did you find was the positive that came out of the physical work that was done, the hiking, and then the bonding with the with the wolves? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and and um, you know, you're always going to see people who. Um, there's a spectrum for everything. So some people loved the hikes and they were like, this wasn't hard at all. And some people hated them and they really wished that they could just not do it. Most people felt those are really hard. 
but they were really worth it in the end. And and honestly, I think it's a, it, there's there's more to be discovered in terms of studies about what it is about the hikes that really bring out um that really bring out this sense of trust and openness and just kind of like connection to the natural world, be it other people who you're hiking with or the wolves who are, you know, in front and in back or, 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 or whatever, or just, you know, the leaves on the trees when you do the quiet hikes and you're just kind of like listening to crunches and breathing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's, there's a lot there to dig into, but most of the, of the kids in this eight week program um, really felt that it was those physical challenges of the hike. Sometimes they were building a bridge, you know, um, or, or setting up the TP. And it was, not only was it, it was the challenge and I overcame it. And that shows me that I can overcome things that I didn't think that I could normally, or I can do it now and I couldn't do it eight weeks ago. Um, but I also think that there's something about reconnecting with yourself and just, and being quiet and kind of like, turning inward that is that is powerful as well. Yeah, and it's amazing that the outward expression of the physical activity helps on the inside. I think for myself, I know when I go to the gym, there's a lot of that. There's that outward expression, but it helps regulate me sometimes when I go to the gym and I'm slamming weights and for some reason, it's just a release. Mm-hmm. And I can see it, I've seen it before with some students that, they're very, you can tell they're sort of tense. They're a little nervous before we go on, even if we go on the big hike at the end, which is, it's all day. For those of you that, the end of the eight-week program, there's a, there's a large hike that happens mm-hmm. and it's an all-day hike. And to see the accomplishment, and like you said, just the the outward expression then that comes from inside of getting to the top of the mountain, doing something where they probably couldn't have done it eight weeks ago, or maybe the, the, the switch turned in week seven or week six. Mm-hmm. And it's giving them the time and the space for that to happen. Did you, did either of you, Piper, I'll start with you and then I'll go to Devin. Did either of you find, was that an aspect of the study that came out in terms of sort of allowing kids, their uh, the kids their own time to sort of find what they were looking for or establish themselves you know, at Wolf Connection a little bit and not be pushed to do something they weren't, they didn't want to do. Certainly. I mean, I think that, that I, once again, the, the staff and um, Amanda specifically is, is running the programs and there's other staff, of course, that that, that do lead, program lead on a given day or a given week. Um, but uh, they're just so great at not only tuning into what, the students might need, but also just allowing the students to kind of take it at their own pace. And and I know that that Wolf Connections, one of one of your phrases is sacred timing, right? Where right. it's it's and and giving students, I think often students, especially students that come from the backgrounds that that a lot of these kids come from, don't have that benefit, especially from adults, to just I need I need to do this. I need to listen to what my body is saying. I need I I can do this and I can't do this and and this is how it, you know, and but then at the same time you're also getting that challenge. You're also saying I see in you, right? Like Amanda is saying to the students like I see in you that you can do this. I'm hearing that you don't want to do this necessarily. But I, I encourage you to to challenge yourself and I invite you to challenge yourself. And then the, it's the student's own choice whether or not they take up that challenge. And I think that that is, that is such a powerful aspect of it that they're not being told that they have to hike this mountain. They are being invited to hike it and they don't think that they can. And they, they like part of the, part of the growth is, um, taking that first step on their own. And then the rest of the growth is looking back and going, oh, wow, like I didn't think I could. And, and, and here I am. And, and, and taking that lesson and applying it to other aspects of their life. Yeah. yeah. And Devin, with Piper was talking about nature and how, and, and just what you said was great, Piper, because it's the invitation of 
really initially signing that release to come to the program, right? And so when they get here, what did you find that nature and that invitation aspect of it really, what did you discover with, with the kids when they were talking to you about their experiences? And how did, how did nature and the invitation, instead of being told what to do, the invitation of saying, we're going we're gonna to invite you to do this activity, how did that resonate with them when you guys were doing the study? Or how the, when the studies continue, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, no worries. There was a lot there. Um, so first off, you, you talked about not asking the kids to do anything they didn't want to do. But let's be honest, some of these kids did not want to hike. They did not want to share their, the deepest parts of, of their mind, right? Um, but they did it anyways. And I think there's a, nature was a big part of that. I, one of the reasons I got so excited about Wolf Connection is because I've been looking into wilderness therapy beforehand how that works. And one of the things that has been found over and over again is that as people go out into nature and they connect to the wild, right, their anxiety and their fear and their depression diminishes, which makes doing challenging things easier, right? And so you ask them to challenge themselves. They were put in a place where challenging themselves was not as difficult for them they saw the examples of the wolves who, were, who had overcome incredible challenges. And they decided, okay, I'm going to try this. And then on top of that, after all of that was done, you asked them to reflect on it and think about it and come up with some, some internal understanding of it. And because of that, they were able to learn from it in a way that they might not have been in another, in another place. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, the students told us there's something different here. We felt something new here. We we had experiences here we've never had anywhere else, and we've come out better because of it. Is it Piper? Is it as simple? And I, I open I open to the page, and it's this quote hits me every time. It is magic coming out here. Mm-hmm. Is it for both of your professional opinions? Is it is it could it be just coming to a new? environment is it is some of it as simple as that is is that part of how it, you know this study you know you were able to find that in the study that just the new environment change can be that different and that life-changing I mean sure that's a great that that's a great point I mean we didn't study that specifically I think there's I think there's a lot to as evaluators we hate saying the word magic. <laughs> no, and that's, I just... That's the opposite of what, what we're trying <laughs> to find. But, but I just flipped everything on its head. It's so valid <laughs> to, to hear that from the students. And I think what makes it magical, if I can use that word, and, and uh, please don't take away my evaluator card, is <laughs> that um, it's a combination of so many different um, factors that are all put together. And I think being challenged and being in a, in a brand new place is very one tangible factor. And does that have to be at Wolf Connection Ranch? No, that could be, you know, in the forest, San Bernardino National Forest, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't necessarily, or or just a new, like a museum, right? right? Like those are still new places, but you still have all of these other factors of, of how deeply connected the staff are and, and engaged they are and, and the, the programming that's here. I mean, it's just everything coming together is what makes it right. magical. So if you were to, as evaluators, if you were to, if you were to boil it down to, not even boil it down, what, what were the, what are the factors, what are the, what are the, um, that's the only word I could think of right now, that would, would boil it down to someone coming to that conclusion as a student telling you, both of you about the magic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and again, you know, so, from an, like I said, from an evaluator and professional standpoint, what are those factors that would bring them to that conclusion that you guys were, were finding out? Oh God, you're asking a hard question. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer a little bit, but I think Devin needs to get a sure, shot. Sure, yeah, too. no, I'm gonna give Devin a shot. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. But I would say probably um, one one very tangible factor is just the exceptional staff and and the way, and not just the the 
fact that people are here and they're well-trained and they interact well, but it's, it's a culture. It's a feeling when these, and the, the, the students would describe it. There's a cute little drawing of a bus somewhere Mm. of, Mm. of the students feeling like they physically started to feel the change on the bus ride here that they, they felt like after a couple of times they realized, oh, this is a unique place and I can let myself go and I can talk to other people and I can talk to the staff and the staff care about me and they don't, they don't boss me. They just challenge me. And those are two very different things. And I think, um, I think one of the, the quote unquote magical components of it is just feeling, feeling welcomed in kind of every sense of the word that they're not just, Oh, great. You're here. Right. It's like, right. Be here. Right. Mm -hmm. Like bring yourself, bring, bring who you are, 100% of who you are and expose it. We, we love you and and we want to support you no matter what that looks like. Right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Devin, if you can play off of that, a couple of other things, because Piper's Piper wants to toss to you on that. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Um, There's, there's a lot going on here. I talked about earlier that there's a like, literal physical change in your brain chemistry when you come in contact with nature with animals. That's a piece of it. You have a, an incredible um, place here with the wolves, with the ranch. That's definitely a piece of it. It's clearly not everything. Um, Piper mentioned the people, the staff, so I won't get into that any further than I already did. But also, have you ever, John, have you ever moved somewhere new and had the opportunity to reinvent yourself? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this, I can tell you from moving from originally being from New York and moving from New York to here and being at this, at this place at Wolf Connection for four years already now, there, there is a constant reinvention now. And are there still parts of myself where I can be stuck in my old ways? Absolutely. But I've never been challenged with my comfort level or on a professional level even or in a personal level as much as I've been challenged here. So yeah, I think the reinvention was one, the move and to to really make that decision to say, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to move, we're going to do it and just to do it because everything aligned and it worked out great but then also to take it another step further and be involved in a place like this. So yes, you're, the, sh- the short answer is yes, I, I, I have, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. When the students come to Wealth Connection, just like when you came to uh, you know, uh, the Los Angeles area, I guess you're further out from Los Angeles, California, from New York, they were given the opportunity to take a moment and reinvent themselves. They're, the experiences they have at school with their families, they don't exist up here. Now, they don't have to reinvent themselves, just like you didn't have to change at all when you came from New York. But they were given the opportunity. Wolf Connection, in many ways, works as a facilitator for change. And then they're asked to consciously make a choice. And I think that first, the facilitation, and then the explicit request to make a choice about who they are and what they're going to do, I think that is so powerful. Yeah, because I noticed that to working with programs for a few years and with Amanda. And it, what I've noticed, it's weird. I'll pick up little physical nuances with some of the students. I'll notice maybe there's, there's, there's a, a girl that's, she has her hair, she wears glasses and she has her hair wrapped up in a, in a bun and it's, it's sort of closed and reserved. And then in week three, contacts are in, hair's down, more open, smiling a little bit more. And that's just within the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's, when, you, when you're in it, when you're in the teeth of it, of working a program and, 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 and working with these students, and it's those little changes, those little things that you see. We, we took one of the big hikes. There was a, one of the, one of the young, um, one of the young boys was hiking up and, he was probably 17 or so. And, you know, for the most part, same deal. Glasses, you know, a little bit shy, somewhat closed off. The final hike, he brought a camera. He was snapping photos of, of 
trees and leaves and he butterflies and all these different things. We found out he wanted to be a photographer. And it's, again, I think going back to the sacred timing piece, it's seeing that, again, promoting the fact that we don't need to see these profound changes right away, if even at the end of the eight weeks. Mm -hmm. But if it's, if the journey is continuing with you, even after you leave here, we, we hope that we've done enough to help you with that so that you can recognize those things. And, you know, I, I don't know if that's, Piper's just smiling over here. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would think that some of what you've, what you guys found towards the end, what were the, you know, when you got to the end of it, when you got to the end of the program, what were, what were those, were those some of the things they were saying, I guess, that they were allowed to, like you said, they were allowed to be themselves. Yeah. You know, what were some of those things towards the end that you were recognizing and seeing? Yeah. So, I mean, we, through interviews and through focus groups with the students, they really, not only did they say, oh, we want to take this piece of Wolf Connection. So they mentioned the maze labyrinth. They're like, we want to build that here at the school. And right. They, um, some of them were meditating at home. Some of them were saying they stay off the streets more, that they're trying to find um, nature trails around their house and that they're sometimes they're sitting and just kind of reflecting and, and thinking on um, the nature sounds that they do have access to, you know, in their homes, um, repeating Wolf Connection principles and taking that with them. So, I mean, there's lots of little pieces of, of evidence that say like, oh, these students are really connecting. Like, And each one takes something different, but they're really connecting with aspects of the program that they needed at that time, right? Right. And, and building that into their lives. And that's the key toward long-term change is not just, oh, eight weeks. Is that really going to change somebody's life? Well, right if it's sticky, if it stays with you. And what we're trying to do now and, and what we've we've been asked to do is, is um, create another study, another evaluation that looks at long longitudinal effects of some of the same things that we found in the first couple of, of studies and, and are those continuing on throughout? And do they change into other things? Are there um, are they being more resilient to stressors and other aspects in their life um, that inevitably are going to come up that Wolf Connection couldn't address because they hadn't happened yet, or right. because they're so deep in their lives that it's just an eight week program and it just can't quite reach some of those you know really really deep traumas. Yeah. Devin, did you see, what were the things that Piper mentioned, the, the maze labyrinths? Did you notice anything or did you hear anything from any of the students that they were telling you that they were going to take with them or some practices they were going to take with them once the program was over? Absolutely. Well, I think the one I heard more than anything else is the ability to connect with other people. Um, I think I said this earlier, one girl said that she made the first friend she felt like she'd ever had while she was at this program. And another individual talked about how they'd always been close with their siblings, but they've never been able to connect with their parents. And this gave them the ability to uh, communicate with them and dig down in a way that they never had before. And that was huge. But in addition, I talked to, there's one, one kid that I will always remember. Um, I sat right outside the lodge that I believe you're currently sitting in. And um, he, he told me that, all of his friends were were doing drugs and skipping class and missing out on so much in life. But he had made the conscious effort to go to Wolf Connection because he wanted to break away from that cycle. And he told me that during the eight weeks of Wolf Connection, he had stopped a whole series of bad habits, including substance abuse and, um, and poor behavior at school and so forth. And he was doing it consciously to begin a path towards something greater after Wolf Connection. Um, and this isn't included in the, in the report, but it's, it's stayed with me ever since. And I think that every individual that went to Wolf Connection changed in a different way, whether it was building a connection with somebody important to their life, whether it was dropping a habit, um, realizing how bad it was and dropping a habit that they should have done, or just gaining the motivation to make a change. So... Yeah, those are the kinds of stories that always like give me goosebumps. And I think about like, you know, our various different interviews and interactions that we've had with the students here and just hearing it recounted, I just get to relive it. That's great. <laughs> no, and, and it's a testament to the work that 
the two of you and how many other how many other individuals worked with you guys on this research? Were there was there one other two other people? I can't remember. Yeah, so the first study it was myself and four other students, and then one of those uh, students was uh, continued on with us with the second study, and that's when Devin joined as well. Right, and now it's kind of just Devin and I are the the core team, and we're doing we're doing a, the longitudinal or the the long long term effects of Wolf Connection okay. as well. Yeah, so yeah. it's multi it's multifaceted. Um. I wanted, I, I I bookmarked this and I, again, look, I think this is the second study, right, Pepper, that I have in front of me? Yeah. yeah. So but that's um, actually from the first study. That's from the first study. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's it plays to what you were just saying, Devin, is that the students are, they're, they're taking, and Piper said it also, what they're taking with them as they move forward and learning how to establish, you know, friendships and relationships and um, being able to overcome physical challenges and things of that sort. So- when you look at them continuing to grow, you know, is that when you're doing the longitudinal now, what are the aspects you're looking at as they exit the eight-week program and now they're back in, I guess, the, you know, the, their lives in the everyday life cycle? Mm-hmm. So what are, the thing, what are the factors that you're looking at now? So we want to make sure that the things that we found in the short term are continuing on, or if they're not, why are they changing? Right. So the self-reflection and insight, um, the personal growth initiative, and the connectedness to nature. So how am I, so the self-reflection insight, how are students really reflecting and and getting in, in touch with their emotions and feeling okay with them, which allows them to connect with others and feel comfortable in their own skin. Um, and the personal growth initiative is how do I set goals and achieve those? And how do I kind of move forward with my life and, and not, not remain stagnant? And then the connectedness to nature is this kind of sense of, am I a part of the world around me or do I feel isolated? Um, and, and that can be with other people or that could be literally with, with nature. Um, and so we want to find out if those things are, are continuing on after eight weeks. Um, and so that's kind of the first step. And then we also want to find out, so social science, you know, I'm going to pull out my academic hat, but like, you know, all of the, all of the social science theories say that those things then translate into other things like uh, resiliency. Um, And, and I'm blanking another one and Devin will know it, but, (laughs) but like, can you, can you be resilient towards, um, other changes, other aspects in your life that come up, um, or are you going to have, you know, kind of any bump in the road is going to just set you off. And now, now I no longer need to follow my goals anymore. Now, right. now I no longer can able to act. Can I access my emotions and, and, and feel less lonely? Um, so that's a resiliency component that is also key, key, key to making sure that the students are successful, you know, a year or two, five years from now. Right. Yeah. Devin, with that in the long, in the longitudinal study, what are they, well, first with this study, what was there anything specific you remember them taking from the wolves or any specific wolves that you remember or recounted or they they talked about? And then longitudinally, what do you think the effect of being with wolves and, and interacting with wolves is going to have an impact on moving forward with them? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. First off, there's the wolf principles, right? That you speak about every time, uh, every day, there's at least one of them that you bring up. And those were life lessons that these students, I, I don't believe they're going to forget, right? They learned to be in the moments. They learned to ground themselves. Um, in addition to that, every one of those students looked at one of the wolves and saw something in their story. Uh, these wolves coming from a different place and growing and being okay despite that. And many of these students, I think in the, in the moment that they came to Wolf Connection, we spoke of sacred timing. Many of them, it seems like that's what they needed in that moment. But I think afterwards, moving on past this, what these students really seem to take is the fact that um, the wolves don't judge others and therefore they can connect with others. And also a lot of students talked about um, I'm blanking on the second thing I was going to say. It was very profound. I promise. <laughs> we, believe. We, can, we believe you. It's okay. We know you. You know you. We know you're. You, you got some radio waves over there, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I. But what you said is, it, 
It's okay. No, and what you said though is is great because I I I love when I when I tell these stories on tours and when I when I see the effect that some of these these kids have just by listening to a story with a certain wolf. It's such a it's such a profound and it, and it's really such a relatable thing that we as humans have done for so long. It's telling stories and telling fables and and recognizing our you know our 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 similarities with another being that's right. not another human. Mm-hmm. That realizing that this this wolf has come from maybe it's the same situation or maybe this animal feels the same way or had the experiences that I had at the same age and here we are growing together. So I think in that way that's one of the things that Yeah, go for it. If you if you got your thought, go for it. <laughs> oh yeah. So one of the things that I think is super powerful about wolf connection is uh, there are animal therapies all over the place, right? People working with, you know, horses, wolves, dolphins, otters. Um and they're cool and they're exciting and they've shown reductions in anxiety, depression and so forth. But, but the cool thing about wolf connection is not the fact that you're around wolves, but the fact that those wolves um, are presented as, as a whole series of lessons about life. Right. And so it's the understanding of the wolves that you as staff have and can, and can they, right. Less, more than just being near a wild animal. And that's why, that's why I mentioned the, the, uh, wolf principles. That's why I mentioned the stories of the wolves because that is what I believe makes wolf connection different than swimming in a pool with a bunch of otters, right? Or, or uh, you know, equine therapy or so forth. Yeah, it's it's a relatable. You're right. It's a relatable. It's something that we can equate from this this animal that you know, like you said, it's not it's it's not horses, and I am not putting horses or dog there. None of these are therapies. I'm just, when you look at it as with an animal that has been both celebrate, celebrated and vilified over the course of our existence and for it to evoke positive change, I think is something powerful. And like you said, to be able to, to take these principles and put them into practice and notice with the help of both of you and, and your colleagues that it, it's an it's enacting positive change on individuals that need it and that are 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 able to accept it and then put it back out into the world. And I also think there's also what one of my favorites is guinea pig therapy, but <laughs> <laughs> just think that's I haven't funny. heard about that one. But okay, <laughs> no, but um, but I also think another component of that is not just hearing these different stories and taking away life lessons from them, but also being a part of their healing and their growth and for students to feel like they're of service to this animal just by existing, just by being in their enclosure near them or walking with them is helpful to another creature, to another creature that they identify with for some reason that it's, I love that the students come on the first day with, I really like so-and-so, like Maya's my favorite or Mm. Coda's great or, you know, like, and I connect with them because of these reasons and they give very profound reasons for why they connect with certain, certain um, wolves and wolf dogs. And then they get to see their transformation. I mean, it's so neat. We've been, I, you know, we've been coming up here for a couple of years now and it's great to see the three sisters who were way in the back from the Fox farm. And now they're just living their best lives and like enclosures with other people, other people, other wolves and wolf dogs. And, and, and just kind of like, you know, just being comfortable in their skin and the, the students get to see that too. And they get to feel that, Oh, I'm a part of of a greater of a greater experience for them of like you know being able to 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 be comfortable and and they can teach me and I can teach them. Yeah, absolutely. So Piper and Devin, with everything that we've discussed today, do you, did you find that the study that you you have done that you are doing and the work that you continue to do that there's been a successful um, evaluation of the program and of the of the students that you guys have talked with and seen. Good question, John. Honestly, uh, 
this evaluation was successful if it gets used, right? So I'm going to pass the question back to you. Um, did you find it useful in this Wolf Connection using the research we've done? No, I, I find it extremely um, encouraging and I, I find it successful too. I, I think having you, the both of you and your team and your colleagues here gives it, I, I think, another boost because we we can, you know, I, I love telling the positive stories. I'm a positive person and I, I see the growth, but I think when it gets put on paper and you see the transformation and, and it's put in a professional manner in which you two and your colleagues have done, it, it, it gives the backbone to it. And I, I think that's such a huge aspect of this. And that's why I really wanted to have you both on to discuss the findings and discuss the things that you've, you, you have. I, I think it's, I, I think what we're doing, it's an ever evolving process and that we are constantly trying to change. We're constantly trying to be at the head of, at the forefront and ahead of it with doing wolf therapy, which is something that is breaking new ground and, and really changing the way that animal therapy is done. Um, you know, if there's anything you guys want to add to that and on your end, on the professional aspect of it, in your findings, what do you think? Piper, I'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, I think um, just initially the the work that we did that was identifying the goals of the program and putting them into a language, into, into the visual graphic um, that people could understand um, you know, the funders could understand or the general public that really was understand and helping explaining how unique um, Wolf Connection is um, and why Wolf Connection is is powerful to the students. So I think that one was was um, a really key aspect to it being used, as Devin said. And then we also showed that uh, statistical evidence and con- are continuing to show statist- statistical evidence that the program um, benefits the use in the in youth in those three areas of self-reflection and insight, personal growth initiative, and then their connectedness to nature as well. Awesome. Yeah. Devin, anything you want to add on on Piper's uh, findings there? Yeah. One of the things that Wolf Connection asks uh, anybody, anybody that comes to the ranch to do is reflect and be vulnerable and to share, right? And one of the things that Wolf Connection has allowed us to do through this evaluation is kind of exposed who you are. You've reflected um, through us on, on who you are and what you do. You've put it all out there and been very vulnerable and you've been able to share it with others. And I applaud that. And I think that every organization that does that can grow from it. So uh, yeah, that's the big, that's the big piece I've, I've had to add. Do you, do you notice that anything about Wolf Connection has changed as a result of these studies or do you find that you've talked to others differently as a result of these studies? I, I don't know if I've talked to anyone differently. I think we're, I think as a program, we're, oh, like I said, we're just an ever evolving entity in that way. I, I love that we are able to really adapt to ourselves and say, what are our strengths and weaknesses from, from really each individual session? And say, how can we make things better? How can we streamline it? How can we get get to more teenagers, get to more adults, mm-hmm. and, and use the the principle, the wolf principles that we have, and the teachings that we have, the the wolves that we have, and the wolf dogs that we have to reach a larger base. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I, I can't thank your team and you your, you all enough for making that a talking point for us. And we can say, yes, we have done this work and we're, it, it's still, it's always going to be this work in progress, mm-hmm. but it's it's something that we know is getting traction and that it's working and that we have the results to show it. So I, I, I always love that piece of it. Well, it's really interesting that you mentioned that as, as you know, part of your culture about kind of continuing to grow and, and reflect and, and grow from that reflection. And that's why I think it's such a powerful um, pairing a partnership between Wolf Connection and evaluation kind of uh, that may be unexpected that evaluation's like nerdy and academic and we're collecting data and doing analyses, <laughs> you know, but then at the same time, like that's really truly what evaluation is. That's the core of evaluation is to let's, let's do an honest look at what it is that we're doing and how can we do those things that we do good 
better? And how can we improve the things that we're maybe not so good at? Or how can we refocus and decide mm, that's not an area that we really do want to focus on. We want to go over here. And, and that's such a... That's one of the reasons why I think this partnership works really well and why we're we're so grateful to to be working with you all. Uh, I, I look forward to having you you guys back on when I know the longitudinal study will be ongoing and these studies are ongoing, but I, I, I'd love to hear the progress and I'd love to know, you know, where where this is headed and what are the long term effects. Cause we obviously in the you know, in these COVID times that we're in and it seems that hopefully we we've done something or we've done we're doing enough to help those that are out there that are able to you know take these principles take the sacred timing piece and you know find nature and hopefully mm-hmm. sort of find a balance where we're at right now absolutely i have one last question for both of you <laughs> that i do ask all the people that are here and so i'll go i'm going to go to devin first and then i'll go to you piper so one thing I, I asked to all of our guests that come on. So Devin, when you hear the word wolf, what comes to mind? Good question. It's changed. When, when I was younger, I lived in uh, New England and I used to go running uh, in the evenings. And there's a lot of wolves near where I grew up and I used to hear them howl. And it was a sense of adventure and a sense of uh, excitement. Um, but it was also terrifying because I was not running alone and you hear wolves around me. When I came to Wolf Connection, I think that sense of adventure and excitement stayed, but it transformed into more of a sense of like grounding it in the moment, right? When they were when they were howling, they were howling because of something powerful that happened in their life in that moment. And so the wolves remind me that yesterday already happened, tomorrow is yet to come, but right now is now. And as they live in the moment, um, they taught me to live in the moment. So that's what that's what wolves mean to me. <laughs> that's awesome, Piper. What about you? Oh gosh. Um, so I I grew up in Wyoming actually, and um, often visited Yellowstone, and have very very vivid memories of kind of the journey that Yellowstone went through of the reintroduction of the wolves and the ranching community, you know, opposing that, and kind of this whole transition story and kind of following along some of those first packs and how they they um, morphed and transitioned and now they're thriving. And so I think that was kind of my initial feeling of wolves was um, this kind of 2,000 foot view of, oh, you know, like they're, they're a part of nature and isn't that great? And, you know, and just kind of like they're kind of iconic for being... Um, in a, in a sense, wild, just just being in nature, and I think now my my perception, or I don't know, perception has changed, but my visceral reaction to when I hear the world word wolf is more of um, it's 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 more internal. It, it hits closer to home. I think of wolf connection. I think of the the kids that I've seen that have gone through transitions. I think of the the transitions that I've gone through being here and 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 just the intimate moments with them, you know, sitting in their enclosure and they're they're running around or they're right in your face and everything in between. Um so I think it, it's more of a healing feeling now. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Thank you guys so much. I want to give so where so you I got Piper's card. So <laughs> Give us, uh, Piper, give us, um, if people want to go and check you guys out on what's your, what's the website where they can look at some of the evaluations that you're, that you're doing if they can. So great just promote. Yeah. What you guys are doing. Yeah. So we're terrible and we don't have a great website up and we have a Twitter account, but it's also terrible. <laughs> so, um, our name is ascending edge creative evaluation and we've shortened that. So you can, you can find us Piper at edge com. So there's three E's total edge <laughs> eval.com um, and Devin at edgeval.com. We're also technically on Twitter edgeval, at edgeval and, and the same thing. There's a www at edgeval.com. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so edgeval.com. Yeah, okay, yeah. awesome. No, and th- this was extremely awesome for me because I, first, it's great to have you both back. Um, we miss you guys and it's just good to get an insight. So thank you both for bringing your expertise, bringing your 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 heart and your soul to this. You guys are 
absolutely incredible. And I, I thank you so much. So come back anytime. Let me know when the you know when we have more things to talk about, and I'm I'm happy to have you guys back on at any point. Hopefully, Devin, we get you in here at the ranch again, <laughs> and not on Zoom. Oh, I sure hope so. <laughs> awesome, thank you guys so much, uh, Piper and Devin. Howls to all of you out there. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much. <laughs>